Hello everyone, and welcome to the Trust the Process NFL show. My name is Charlie Gross. I'll be your host today. You can find me on Twitter at TTP underscore Charlie. You can find this podcast at TTP underscore NFL. I haven't done one of these in about a week, but there's a few things going on in the league right now that I wanted to talk about, and I had a little free time due to some scheduling things that I had to rearrange. So I wanted to talk to you guys for a few minutes about a couple of different issues. Um, first, the Daniel Jones era has started in New York. And I know there's going to be a lot of talk now about Eli Manning and whether or not he is a Hall of Famer in his career. Not that there hasn't been already, but now that his career certainly seems to be over with the Giants, barring injury, of course. So I have created a way to measure the value of every draft pick ever. It's called the draft value score. I have mentioned it a few times on here. And for the purposes of this discussion, according to my data that I have accumulated, Eli Manning is not a Hall of Famer. It's close, but the draft value score data says that he is not a Hall of Famer. And he's just a guy. It's his career, to me, has just been so weird. He has the two Super Bowl wins. I believe he's been to the Pro Bowl once or twice. But he's never really done anything to really stand out, I guess. I don't want to say from an individual sense. But if my team was ever playing the Giants, I was never thinking to myself, Oh my god, I have to play, my team has to play Eli Manning this week. Oh no. So, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a smart guy. You know, veteran, certainly had seen everything in the league. But he was never the type of player that I felt could really consistently carry a team and put him over the top, or however you want to say that. So once again, according to my data, he is not a Hall of Famer, although it is close. Next, I want to talk about Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey is unhappy, as usual, as I'm sure you all know. He sort of got into a fight, although I didn't like seem like much of a fight from the replay that I saw with Doug Marone. And for what it's worth, Doug Marone's a douchebag. But he is the coach, and I don't know all the exact details, but Jalen Ramsey's been a problem basically ever since he came into the league, and he's just probably just not worth it. Now, I hear they want a first-round pick back for him, and I can understand why, because of his reputation and because he was picked in the first round, But I'm not sure how good he really is. I'm looking over some of the data here on Pro Football Reference, and I understand he was an All-Pro in 2017, but I feel like his play has slipped as of late. In 2018, he made the Pro Bowl. However, teams were getting 7.6 yards per target and 14 yards per completion for a completion rate of 54%, which isn't great, and a QB rating of 76.4, but it's not outstanding either, um, that's for sure. So I think he's a guy who, even though he's in his fourth year, is maybe living a little bit off of his reputation, and the fact that he's a douchebag, apparently, really should sort of disqualify him from a lot of teams wanting to trade for him. Here in Buffalo, some Bills fans think that we should trade for him, and I just think that that is absolutely ridiculous. I think it certainly depends. He's only 24. He's almost 25. I just wonder, like, 
he's another player where it's going to matter what team he goes to, a team that can handle him or the with people he can respect. And there's been so many trades lately. I mean, I don't know if the Jags are willing to take a bottom the bottom end of the first rounder for a guy they picked fifth overall. Plus, whichever team trades for him is going to have to give him a huge contract. I mean, that's part of his, that's his main, maybe his main issue, is that he wants to get paid. So, I don't know what's going to happen with that, but I'm not sure the talent is worth the headache. So that's where I fall on that. And now, do quickly move on to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I feel like this team... This team doesn't realize that it's not as good as it thinks it is. And yes, I did pick them to go 13-3 and this year. That was based maybe more on schedule than on the great talent that their coach has or the or anything like that. Um, I'm not a big Mike Tomlin guy. I think his coaching style is boring and a bit outdated. They're this really interesting franchise that doesn't really draft well, doesn't sign a lot of free agents, and has sort of just been living off of two or three players pretty much this whole time. You know, they're stuck with Ben now, it seems like, for the next couple of years. And they just traded their first-round pick for Minka Fitzpatrick, which I wouldn't have done that. I have questions about what happens if Mason Rudolph plays well. You just signed Ben to an extension, you're wasting Mason Rudolph's rookie contract. If he plays good this year and you think he's good and you want him to keep playing, what are you going to do? It seems like Ben's pretty much untradeable given the contract. You wasted your first-round pick. And the other thing about the first-round pick is that you've draft, drafted so defensive backs so badly that you had to trade your first-round pick this year in order to sort of make up for your mistake. Well, if you had just drafted defensive backs correctly for once in your life you wouldn't have had to trade your first round pick which might end up being a top 12 pick a top 10 pick because Ben's hurt like what are you doing over there I think they need to blow that whole thing up Pittsburgh fans I know you don't want to hear it but I think they need to just blow that whole thing up that's what I'd do okay now on to the Miami Dolphins the Miami Dolphins are doing that something that I'm not sure a team has ever done before. Like teams have tanked before, but I don't know if they've ever like like tanked in this fashion. Miami is I don't know if I've ever seen a team trade away whatever good players they have in order to be as bad as possible. Like, Miami's tank is so deep that, like, regular scuba gear isn't good enough. You're going to need, like, that little remote control submersible that can go, like, six or seven miles under the ocean for this tank. It just doesn't make sense. And I want to mention something that I was thinking, but I heard it on a podcast today, and I want to make sure that I give this person credit so they don't think I'm stealing their thoughts I was listening to the Nick and Nolan show today, and Bruce Nolan, the show is a member of the Buffalo Rumblings podcast network, and Bruce Nolan brought up a good point. He said, so the, the plan is to get a quarterback this year, right? 
for Miami. And then once you get a quarterback, what are you going to say? Oh, man, I think we need to get the quarterback a left tackle. Well, you had a left tackle, and then you traded him. Oh, I think we need to get some playmakers. Well, you had one in the secondary who you just traded. And, of course, the guy's not happy because he sees that you're trying to be as bad as possible and he doesn't want any part of it. Like, if Miami doesn't hit on, like, half of these draft picks they have, like, all of them, I'm not talking about the first-rounders, I'm talking about at least half of all of them. It's going to be, like, a long, like, ten years in Miami. And I will point out this. As a Bills fan, we just did a rebuild. It's not enough to just get high-end first-round, second-round players. You need organizational depth. You need your 30th guy and your 40th guy to be at least average. If you get, even if you hit on these first-round picks, what, that's like four or five in the next two years? Okay, there's still like 47 other guys that you need on your roster. And most of them have to be good, and the rest of them have to be average or hopefully a little bit above average. And you can say, oh, well, they're going to have all the salary caps, so... Who's going to want to play in Miami? And I know that a lot of players just look for the money and this and that and the other, but who's going to want to play in Miami when they see what's going on? When they see that this coach and this general manager basically have no interest in winning this year at all, and maybe not next year either. Like, what free agent is going to say, oh, man, I can't wait to play in Miami? Brian Flores is just so inspiring. I just don't see it. So, I mean, as a Bills fan, I think it's pretty funny. (laughs) So I'll be real interested to see what, uh, you know, how they do this. Because I don't think I've ever seen a team tear down this much on purpose. There's teams who just suck, and they just can't figure out how to acquire talent. And eventually they just kind of end up like 1-15, 2-14, 0-16. But this team is like doing it on purpose. And that's crazy. I've never seen that in the NFL. I think we've seen it in the NBA, though. So, those are sort of the four main things that I wanted to touch on briefly in this podcast. I do want to give you guys a quick thing about my draft value score. Um, Draft value score is something that I created because I started wondering why teams weren't better at drafting. And I wanted to try and figure out what a hit was. And what a miss was, because nobody ever really seemed to be able to tell me where to get that data, or how that that figure was um, calculated. So, I decided that I was going to do hits and misses myself, and figure out, and go through like every player drafted ever, and figure out what were hits and what were misses. And while doing that, I realized that I was making a scoring system, which is how I came to the draft value score. And basically, it's a way to measure the value of every pick ever. I can tell you the draft value of Josh Allen, of Eli Manning, of any player. Um, I mean, I'm still figuring out all these players' scores because depending how far back you want to go, but going back to like 1980, 1975-ish, there's about 13,000, between 13 and 15,000 players that have been drafted by the NFL. If you include, you know... 20 to 30 UDFAs every year, and I'm uh, sort of a two-person two, two person operation over here at the moment. 
I'm still doing the data and the scoring, but I think that it can be very valuable to the members of Draft Twitter, as well as maybe um, other people in the media. So it's something that I'm very excited about, and I'm slowly starting to roll out, so I may tweet at you, and you may be wondering, what's this weird draft value score thing? So that's what it is. I'm measuring the value, and you'll be able to see which teams are good at developing late-round linebackers or late-round wide receivers, and which teams aren't, or which type of players they're better at at uh, developing or, or what they go to based on archetypes and for GM and coach and things like that. And I'm sure there's a bunch of things that it can help us with in terms of the draft that I haven't really ever thought of yet. I'm sure I'm just scratching the surface. So there will be a website up at the latest by the end, the day after the Super Bowl. The sort of umbrella of all this is the Trust the Process website. And I have also have a Trust the Process Bills podcast. Um, but the website will have some data on it. It'll have some articles that I'm going to write. So, um, and I'm also be doing some more of these NFL podcasts, probably dealing with, I'll deal with some news and notes, um, but my sort of niche, I think, is like draft busts, draft value, why teams draft the way they draft, why they fall in love with certain players, um, things like that. So if anyone wants to hit me up on Twitter and tell me how much this podcast is great or how much it stinks at ttp underscore charlie if you like the podcast i encourage you to give me a rating and a review we're on itunes we're on spotify we're on google podcasts we are on pocket casts we are on Castbox. still waiting for oh we're on tune in radio as well and i'm waiting on approval from a few others so if you could give me a rating and uh hopefully a good review i'd really appreciate it and if you ever want to talk draft busts or you see my draft value score and your mentions are on your Twitter feed and you, you want to talk about draft value with me, feel free to hit me up. Until then, NFL fans, you know what to do. Trust the process. <laughs>